재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 On the eve of a key referendum in the UK to decide the country's future in the European Union, tragedy has struck the nation. Labour Party MP Joe Cox, widely known for her vocal stance against the so-called Brexit, was brutally murdered in broad daylight after walking out of a regular meeting with her constituents Thursday afternoon local time to get more analysis on what happened as well as the aftermath and the ramifications of all this. We're very pleased to have joining us from the University of Adelaide political science professor Clement McIntyre. Hello. Hello, Henry. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Professor. Uh, just briefly, your immediate thoughts in the aftermath of this brutal murder? Oh, I think like most people who, uh, when I heard the news, I was just shocked and uh, took a long time for it to, to sink in. And uh, your first thoughts are whether or not there's a, a bigger story, whether it's part of another campaign. We're so used to seeing terrorist attacks around the world. It sounds, in this instance, as though it was just a, uh, an individual who was acting on his own. But um, as I say, like everyone heard this story, the, um, the sense of, of shock and uh, concern for her her family and her friends and so on. It's just not what you expect to be happening in a small right. English village on a, on a Thursday. You norm- normally associate this kind of violence with a country like the United States, and, and there are, of course, a lot of tributes, and, and, and you see what uh, this lawmaker has done throughout her career, particularly uh, her work uh, advocating for the Syrian refugees. But you feel, uh, despite all the issues that she does advocate for and maybe disagreements regarding those policies, this was really more of an isolated event uh, committed by a disturbed individual? Well, I think it's too early to say at the moment. You're quite right. Joe Cox had a reputation as somebody who was forthright in her support for Britain's continuing membership of the European Union. And she'd worked for more than 10 years with um, Oxfam and, uh, and had spoken out uh, quite openly Uh, in support for those who are disadvantaged around the world, particularly Syrian refugees. And we know these are sensitive issues in the UK at the moment, uh, in the middle of the the referendum over uh, membership of the European Union. But I think uh, until we know more about the motives of the person who's been accused of, of killing her, um, it's probably too early to speculate about that. There's There's been some suggestion he was shouting um, some fairly... Um, um, reactionary words about putting Britain first, but whether that was just um, something that was you know, at the front of his mind as he was speaking or whether he was doing this as part of a campaign, I, I just think the police have, have not given any indication yet, and it's probably just too early to speculate. For those of us who live in Asia and, and we see these events uh, in Europe, um, maybe even, let's say, the, uh, the Scottish referendum uh, in the past or, or uh, other types of kind of politically charged issues, it's hard to get a sense of how exactly emotionally charged these things are. As, as far as the, the issue of Brexit and the upcoming, uh, the upcoming referendum and how people are on opposite sides of the aisle there, is it really a very inflammatory issue? I know you are in Australia, but from what mm. you can observe. Yes, look, it is, and I've just come back, in fact, from about two months in the UK watching what's okay. been happening there in relation to the referendum. Um, it is an, uh, a, a highly emotional area. There are people who, who really genuinely believe that Britain needs to get out of 
uh, the EU to, to look after itself, to, be, to take control of its borders. Immigration has been used as one of the big arguments in favour of, of leaving the EU. And on the other side of the, of the coin, there are people who passionately believe that uh, for all of the shortcomings of the European Union, it's a force for good and Europe is better united and working collectively together than uh, individually and for the for the British to leave would begin to sort of put a, a big crack in the EU and probably encourage some other groups to want to leave as well. So there's no doubt that there's there are deep emotions and, and people are taking this very, very seriously. And the consequences of a, of a vote leave uh, are significant. There's no getting away from that. But having said all of that, we've seen many instances of strongly fought political campaigns in the UK uh, which have not led to this sort of sure. violence that, that seem to be connected with it. Now, if, if the motives of the person who attacked Joe Cox uh, are con directly connected to the campaign, then that, that really is uh, a step that we've not really seen before. The nearest we get, of course, is when we go back 25 years to the campaign that the Irish Republican Army were running to, to free Northern Ireland from British rule. Mm when there were direct attacks on MPs and, and you know, bombings of the hotel the Prime Minister was staying at. And in fact, the last member of Parliament killed before Joe Cox was killed by uh, Irish uh, activists. Mm. But um, I think lots of observers of, of British politics had hoped that the country had gone past that level of violence and could conduct a, a debate about uh, membership of the EU uh, albeit with passion, but with civility. And I think yeah. everyone will be hoping that there is no obvious connection, that this is just the action of somebody who was not um, uh, enjoying good mental health uh, and, and, and acting in an aberrant way. There, of course, needs to be a period of mourning, and you do want to, of course, respect the sensitivities of Joe Cox's loved ones, but nevertheless, uh, we had Prime Minister David Cameron saying that in this period, we do need to suspend uh, any political activities in regards to the referendum. That being said, there there definitely will be, uh, although we might not be able to gauge it precisely, some kind of political effect to this as to the question of leaving the European Union, right? Look, it may well come to that. I think that both sides are going to be drawing their breath, as it were, and, and thinking through not just the horror of what they've experienced in the last 24 hours, but how it now might play out. And I think any party, any side uh, in the referendum that seeks to take advantage of that would pay a big price. I'd be very surprised if uh, there is not a, a uniform view across the country uh, that Joe Cox's life needs to be celebrated, that the, that the attack on, on somebody in public life needs to be uh, denounced in the strongest terms but not to use it. Anyone, as I say, seeking to use it to their political advantage, I think there would be a backlash sure. against that. So I think both sides will treat um, her, her death with great respect, as you would expect, uh, and there'll be, uh, after the, uh, the suspension of the campaign, they will be treading very, very carefully uh, not to sort of connect the two issues. Uh, the campaign will be rejoined, I've no doubt about that. The vote is on Thursday of next week. Uh, and as I say, people are playing for very serious stakes. Uh, but I think that um, they will recognise that it would be a foolish act to try and connect the two issues and, and, and make political advantage out of this um, 
dreadful incident. Yeah, certainly uh, that is uh, something that I think most people would agree with and would hope would happen on this, as you say, very, very important issue with a lot of stakes. We're going to have to leave it there, but Professor McIntyre, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Henry. That was Professor Clement McIntyre from the University of Adelaide. Soul City News, up next.